Hi. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Rihanna may have found love in a hopeless face, but I found God in a lift of all places. <laughs> in other revelatory news, we made headway on Heartstopper. Literally had to scratch out finished because Emma was caught slacking. My goodness, be professional. Okay, it was me. I'm the problem. <laughs> Como se dice anti-hero en francés? For the record, I did try to Google Translate that into actual French, but it was, no lie, 77 letters, four words, get this, one syllable. French is so extra. Um, but it is the perfect backdrop for our teenage homo excellence. Emma's into murder, but only in one specific building. I enjoyed tennis while facing down my greatest enemy, the sun. Like, I know it lights and heats the earth, but I'm a delicate baby bitch. As you'll see in our brand new game, Five Second Rule. Let's dive in. Takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. What? Takes all over the place. What? Takes all over the place. Yes. Takes all over the place. Takes, takes, takes. All over the place. <laughs> that was perfect. Amazing. How the hell are you? Good. I think in French is. Qu'est-ce bon. que c'est? Did I tell you that Phil's Duolingo is contagious, and so I have started doing Duolingo on a daily basis? That's what I'm saying. You have become... (laughs) We all wanted to be a different character in Barbie, but we didn't realize we'd all become the dad who just sits in the car. America Ferrera's husband, IRL. Um, Cute. I know. Or, como se dice cute in espanol? (laughs) But one of the things they make you say is, I don't live in France, or yo no vivo en Francia. But uh, I didn't know that France in Spanish was Francia. And so to remember it, I've been like, well, it's like Francia. Francia. So, <laughs> the best fucking bag of slop money can buy. Did you ever play slap the bag in college? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a tour to Francia where everyone's got a box of Francia on their bike. And we just biked around and drank wine. <laughs> Y'all were way more athletic in Milwaukee than we were here in Cincinnati. <laughs> It was a smaller world, simpler. <laughs> it's a gift to be simple. We were just talking, uh, one of my coworkers and I, when Emma used to work in the line and things were super stressful, she would just sing Tis a Gift to be Simple to herself. That's it, just hum. I didn't notice I was doing this. It's just like you find yourself when you it's get in the trauma <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah, as you dissociate from reality. The rigors of the kitchen, the bear was not lying, and that's why I cannot watch it. But sometimes you got to get in the zone and you find yourself humming something, and for whatever reason, that's the thing that came out. <laughs> I remember when I read that stat that I forget where it was published, maybe Teen Vogue, although they've been doing some hard hitting fucking reporting, but it was that it's more stressful to work in restaurants than it is to do like heart surgery. And I fucking believe it. And I think I'm a heart surgeon yeah, now. Because you can reschedule heart surgery. <laughs> that that <laughs> scramble needs up. to come out fucking now. You when never... people want breakfast, they fucking want breakfast. And you never know what's going to happen. Is the building going to collapse? In our case, yeah, it fucking is. Any given day. What a In treat. In many ways. <laughs> Am I going to collapse? No, I can't. Although there are some times that I look at the back alley door and it turns into Lionel Richie. And it's just like... <laughs> Hello, is it me you're looking for? And I'm like, yes, but I have a team that's relying on me. Pull it together. And then you always just have the panic out of van just in case. Yes. Break in case of emergency. <laughs> but that's like, one time I accidentally took that when I was working at a different store. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, su- I think I was just supervising. I wasn't on salary as a manager, which makes this maybe a you little bit better. You were not the most in charge in the building. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, but I remember we were super short staffed and one of our servers who ended up becoming my boss, um, 
Karma <laughs> Swift <laughs> came in um, after sliding down her stairs on a mattress while super drunk the night before and got like a bruised lip and a busted <laughs> eye and was like, I like you like came in to be sent home. And that was <laughs> the one and only time that I was the shitty manager that everyone talks about where I'm like, I think I'm going to need you to work this shit <laughs> because we're super short staffed. And also you did this to your goddamn self. Anyway, <laughs> get those DV tips. And, um, my host at the time was like, I've got this like really prescription strength ibuprofen. I'll give that to you to help you power through it. She was like, I also have Ativan. I thought she was taking the ibuprofen because that's what she agreed on. So I was like, I'll take the other half. I think my back's actually really bothering me. Turned out it was a major fucking clonopin. I took half of it. I was detail cleaning the same coffee urn for like four hours straight. Oh it was God. like paranormal activity when we watched it back on the cameras. Everyone else was moving and I was just vibing in the same spot for hours on end. So I don't know what happened at service, but I know I wrote a report about it and it was all lies. Anyway, I think the statute of limitations has passed on that because it was like six years ago. I was different then. <laughs> Weren't we all? Um, so we watched Heartstopper some we more did. this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of you us more than others. Calm the fuck down. I knew you were going to throw this right in my goddamn face. So I have this thing uh-huh. where if I, and maybe this is because of my OCD, but I do this thing where like if I love something and I really want to watch it, it becomes stressful to me. And I like feel like I need to treat myself in a way where it becomes more celebratory. So I'm like, okay, this is at the best zone. I really want to maximize how joyous is going to be. So I need to wait for the perfect time. Mm. I need to like earn the time to watch this or some weird iteration of that. Mm. Or I just need to get in the right headspace or like this was super transformative for me. I want this to be the same way. And so I need to like figure out how to get myself in the same headspace. So there's all that weirdness. And so much anticipation. Inside. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. So then I just watch something that is routine and I'm accustomed to and I'm like, all right, what can you do? Um, so I really have to push myself to watch it. But once I do, gosh darn, <laughs> is it a treat? I do have to like pause and be like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Because if it's good and happy, I'm like, my body's like clamped down. You're going to ruin it. No. Mm. Oh, I'm just such a wounded little thing. <laughs> Someone come tend to my wounds. But I did get through to the Eiffel Tower scene. Um, okay. In the very next episode from where we stopped. <laughs> Oh I no, like- Charlie had just uh, passed out because of his eating disorder. Oh, so you got passed, you're in the Louvre. I'm in the Louvre, yeah. He, yeah, he passed out in the Louvre. Because mm-hmm. I thought he was going to pass, and the, with the Eiffel Tower, I was like, that boy did not eat breakfast, and now they were going to march him up the entire Eiffel Tower? He's not going to make breakfast, it. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner for the past, like, <laughs> seven days. What the hell is going on? Also, I was like, when did this turn into a horror movie? I was just beginning to accept <laughs> that we're getting more realistic, and sometimes there are trials and tribulations on the path to life, and it can't always be, like, lovey-dovey. Why the fuck not? It's a TV show. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. This is why the writers are striking. Um... But then it turned into a goddamn fucking saw where it's just like, it's summer. We're climbing upstairs. That's Panic Attack City. Population <laughs> everyone. Because I'm making it about all of us. I know. Collectively, really it's all it our problem. They really to make it look so joyful to climb up that many flights of stairs. But I was just like, that looks hard. <laughs> that looks hot. I have been, I know that there's an elevator. Like... <laughs> We missed the bus on a class field trip <laughs> once to the observatory. Isn't there an elevator? Maybe I missed. There's an elevator, but apparently you have to pay money for it. Fucking capitalism. It. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. Throw my shekels. I'm sorry. Julie, may she rest. <laughs> may she rest. No, we saw she's her two days ago. Us. She's fine. Um, she's fine. And she's doing great. And we miss her. And it's fine. But what was I saying? Uh, something about me. So I, we were at the trip to the observatory. We missed our bus. We walked all the way back to our school and that was like, 
four, maybe five miles away. <laughs> Crazy. And I was just like, I'm going to die here. It was hot. It was humid. I was in the nascent stages of my OCD diagnosis. And I was like, this is the end yeah, of me. Um, and I still talk about that. So, you know, <laughs> I'd be talking to the board of health, the city, fucking France about having to walk up the Eiffel Tower. I'd get litigious as hell. But there are some really cute moments. First of all, I do There's love... There's so many cute moments. Yeah. It's real cute. Tao and Al are getting back into their zhuzh. I love that they're always dressed anachronistically like a Wes Anderson film. Mm -hmm. And I also appreciate that he has grandpa body. They're like, so wiggly, too. I just yeah. love... I mean, he especially... There's such a wiggly, long little body. I know. <laughs> <It's> so cute. <laughs> With the grandpa bod, where he just looks like <laughs> emaciated, but he still has some flesh. And I'm just yeah. like... This is the representation I need. Uh, you have to get to the dance scene. Don't you dare spoil this for me. <laughs> Don't you goddamn dare. Um, so in <laughs> the next episode and a half that I watched <laughs> yes. that we didn't discuss last time, what are your thoughts, feelings? Um, I'm trying to, so, because they stay in the Louvre for a while. So if you're still in the Louvre. <gasps> oh my God. And then Tao and Elle, Elle has a leg pop. Just like the Queen of Genovia or the Princess of Genovia always talked about in Princess Diaries. When they do what? When they kiss. They she kiss. gets okay, a lot of lead pop. Yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Yeah. Like, that's a major plot point, but I don't know if you got there. So <laughs> fucking sweet. It's like not only are you making Anne Hathaway proud, you're making Leonardo da Vinci proud, you're making fucking Lord proud. She has a song all about the Louvre and all about being gay in the Louvre. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> she does. Yeah. That was super sweet. I'm glad you saw that. Yeah, there's just some really lovely, precious moments. Um, Except for Ben. Except for Ben. That's a theme. <laughs> Fucking Ben. I mean, I think he deserves all of the vitriol, and it's hard for me to watch someone get kicked that many times, but I, he deserves it, right? Remind me that he deserves He it. gets kicked that many times? You may have some sort of like understanding about his backstory and the shit that he's going through that maybe I do not. I don't know um, if I do. Don't speak on it. Okay. I don't want to. <laughs> this is a podcast for me now. <laughs> Julie, come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tyrant. Um, but yeah, no, Ben is just like constantly. It's just like, oh, that's shitty. Like publicly, you know, at the table being broken up with, even though you fucking deserved it. Little sympathy. And then he's just like, the only reason Charlie's with you, Nick, is because you forced me out and you poisoned his opinion of me. And it's just like, go to fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's all bullshit. Yeah. I mean, he is the villain. And the villain is heteronormativity. Because I have not watched the Trixie and Katya watch Hard Stopper yet. <laughs> but, but you've I've seen that clip. <laughs> I've seen the screen grab where they're just like, being gay isn't hard. Straight people make being gay hard. And it's so fucking true. Just let Nick be himself. <laughs> so true. Don't keep making him say, I'm bi, actually. Actually, I'm bi. I'm bi, actually. <laughs> He gets progressively Irish the more he talks about how bi he is. Um, so you screen grabs from that. I did grab this one because I had it. I was watching the Trixie and Katya with subtitles, which yeah. YouTube subtitles subtitles are wild. Yeah. <laughs> but this one where they're both laughing says, "Blonde woman, hee haw, bright child." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Blonde woman, hee haw. <laughs> That's clearly Trixie. Dolly Parton, the spirit possesses her. Um, I haven't seen the new set yet. I do love how it's split down the middle. It's real cool. It's very Destiny's Child. Yeah. I do love when shit goes wrong. Like when the COVID <laughs> officer just fell asleep and they're like, and I they thought that was construction. Because she's like, they didn't think anyone was back there. Like, There's <laughs> what not. if we get COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to protect us? 
Are we going to wear masks again? I'm like debating that because obviously I know we that I should. should. We're sick, right? Well, duh. Okay. Bruh. We're not Republicans. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I like am worried about how scared to be because last time I went full scared all yeah. the time and apparently gave several complexes to several of my employees because I was like, it only takes once. You let your guard down. Even once your parents are dead. Oh, my God. Uh, um, no, I, think, <laughs> I don't think that level of fear. Or fear-mongering is necessary. But I'm not a scientist. You are a scientist. That's what I'm asking. You study science for a living. Uh, and I don't know about what the strain is, other than that it has a very dramatic name. <laughs> hey, what is it? Elvis? Elvira? It's also the name of like uh, the goddess of destruction or something dramatic. It felt very much like a Greek god who's into uh-huh. some bullshit. Yeah. So, but I don't know if that has any, you know, well, like scientific which, relationship to it. <laughs> well, and also which Greek god uh, wasn't into some bullshit. It should just be like, <laughs> Zeus can't keep it in his fucking pants, so Hera <laughs> punishes the rest of us. <laughs> A saga. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, so I guess that's my answer to the masks question. <laughs> it's interesting how I keep asking you questions and then give you no time to respond <laughs> before I'm just like, anyway, this reminds me about a story about me. This podcast is not intended to provide medical information. Please consult your local <laughs> physicians and the CDC for any yes, updates on how to still approach. Still got a great website with all the information. <laughs> God, baby. And a calculator. Well, it doesn't matter regardless because I found a higher power. Um, I discovered God and Jesus and all the <laughs> saints, like April Carrion would say, in a lift ride. Um, occasionally, I will still get panic attacks in lifts or just like the precipice of panic just because if I've had a panic attack before it's just like okay this is familiar let's fucking go again <laughs> and so I was on it's interesting equidistant between my home and where I'm going to often work is usually when the panic reaches like a fever pitch because it's huh. like it's too late to turn back uh, and all we can do is move forward because before if it's like lingering I'm like okay well I can always turn back and that's my self-talk of just like we can always turn back it's fine yeah and once we get to that point it's like all we can do is forge forward but also equidistant distant is like where the hospital is i'm like so we have to strike now <laughs> otherwise it's gonna get crazy and so i was like quelling the fears and just being like, okay we made it through the precipice you know you can only stay panicky for 15 minutes at a time you can go full panic but like no one wants to see you jump out of a moving car right now <laughs> no. so let's try to quell that and move forward and the lift driver was playing gospel music and as i was going through the waves of panic and they were starting to subside the music crested and just like a beautiful chorus of very potent hallelujahs. And I was just like, hallelujah. My, I felt like Shangela, hallelujah. I was just like, did I find religion in this moment? In this fucking maroon sedan? And I'm not sure, certainly not organized religion, but it was like, oh, I get why this is so impactful for people because yeah, it did be provide a sense of calm. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm part of a community of people who are still here, like I am. Because I was also doing the like, okay, so I can see around me these things and mm-hmm. I can feel myself drifting from reality and dying. No, wait, no, I can hear my heartbeat about to explode out of my chest. I'm like, no, what can you feel? I feel myself crying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, so if I, you know, start being religious, you know why? <laughs> Let's dive in. From us both being like, nah, I'm good, to confirmation, to me being like, I think I'm good in a different way now. 
And I'm good because he's blessed upon me You've the goodness of his heart. Well, it's hard because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, yay, we didn't succumb to a panic. And that, I mean, in whatever way that you could feel victorious on the other side of that, I'm so fully in support of. I mean, he and has I'm blessed me upon this day. <laughs> he has blessed me. And, um, you know, if I do go back into Catholicism, um, I would just question why you, as a woman, have any authority at your job, <laughs> because I don't think you have the agency to do so. Mm-hmm. He, he is our Lord and Savior. <laughs> right. It's Adam and Eve, where Eve was a stupid little bitch. Oh, this <laughs> podcast could be taking a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Eve is a boss-ass bitch. How she's not the hero of that story is wild. You're told wild. to follow directions, and you just do? Fucking nerd. Jesus Christ, you're in paradise. Live a little. God damn. And you know the snake thinly veiled reference for a very well hung man and Adam were getting it on behind Eve's back. Why do you think she ate the apple? Attention. I respect it. She just wanted a snack. Whoa, she was hungry. My goodness. Those expectations back in the initial world were crazy. Oh, I had a weird science uh, (laughs) sidetrack in my brain. Yeah. Well, just about how rare it is for an apple to be delicious. <laughs> it is true. Speak more on it. Speak your truth. Just if we were not producing monocultures of the varieties of apples that we have come to expect to see in a grocery store, um, which are all just clones, right? We just we clone, we graft, and we clone. So it's just all the same tree. Is that what monocultures means? Uh-huh. One culture. Okay, uh-huh. heard. Okay, bad, bad, bad. Uh, yeah, it's just like one type of everything. Yeah. Um, and monocultures don't have to mean clones, but and for apples they do because as soon as there's cross-pollination, and like a different apple tree being born from even one that's delicious wouldn't necessarily be delicious. It's like one in 500,000 apple trees is going to like be palatable. Most of them are pretty sour or tannic or all, right. all these things. So it was probably pretty rare. <laughs> like the fact that there was actually a delicious apple tree in the Garden of Eden was probably like pretty newsworthy. It's like, thanks, God. <laughs> You put me in a paradise. Amazing. I didn't realize everything was a fucking test and you could lose at being a person in paradise. All right. That feels really shady, but go off. Um, What else isn't delicious? (laughs) So many things until you add sugar. That's true. (sighs) Uh, Should we go back to Heartstopper? Yes. uh, We talked about Ben, but I just am curious. So you, you pushed yourself to get to these next two episodes. Yeah. Are you going to get to the end? How are you feeling about continuing watching it? Is it is it going to be a struggle? I feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because the same thing is happening with Red, White, and Royal Blue. Because like I started watching that. It's the new mm-hmm. um, Prime movie. It's amazing. Uh, the book I read and listened to several times during the pandemic. It was like my happy, super soapy, campy yeah. source of joy. And I think because it was so joyous, now there's pressure of like this this movie, like, will I enjoy it enough? Or am I in the right headspace to enjoy it? Am I giving it the best shot? And it meant so much to me. If it doesn't mean this much to me then, is that indicative of like some sort of like failing of me as a person or some sort of loss that I've that I've sustained? Um, so like gross, my neurons <laughs> are just like little bitches. 
<laughs> so I've also stopped that because I'm just like, I watched the first 10 minutes and I was like, oh, I need to be in the right headspace or I need to feel no. this the right way or I need to hit. Because that's so much of like OCD is like, it just doesn't like hit. It's like, that's why you need to like tap some something so many times. It's like, you're waiting for that sensation of completion and you don't get that like, oh, okay, the task is done. It's mm -hmm. just like, okay, when am I going to get that satisfaction in my brain that says like, okay, we can move on. And occasionally that just never happens. And then you just get like so frustrated. You're just like, okay, well, I have to propel myself forward. That's why I spend so much time like rushing places. Cause I'm like, I feel the need to make up time for all the energy I've spent either in the same place, like physically doing the same like repetitive task or mentally being stuck in the same train of thought that it's like, okay, well now I need to recapture the time that I've lost. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, or I could just go to bed because <laughs> the rituals don't affect me. When I, well, they still do when I'm asleep, but not as much. Yeah. It is so annoying when you get in like a ritual loop in a dream because it's just like you were stuck there for fucking hours. Oh and it's just like, <laughs> it's like, I just want to hook up with that hot dude. But now, <laughs> now I'm just here in the shower, just like fucking pacing around and around and around. Aww. Circle the goddamn drain. Um, but no, I so think so many fictional dude hookups here. Not. Indulging oh, in I both in Dreamland and in TV land. Well, I think Nick, Nick and Charlie are too young. I don't think that I would fantasize about hooking up with them. No, but, but it's precious to see them get to. It is precious. Be themselves. Well, and I think because the first season was so impactful and so yeah. delightful, then I'm just like, oh, well, corrupt the vision. I mean, remember when Harry Potter the movie was coming out, and I was like, what if it destroys my vision of the people that I've created mm. in the book? And it did. And it did. Yeah, <laughs> it ruined it. J.K. Rowling ruins everything she touches. <laughs> Fucking turf. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't know if I should advocate for uh, red, white, and blue, red, white, and royal blue. I'm sorry, red, white, that's right, because there's a prince, right? There's a pr oh my god, what's the premise? Bruh, <laughs> <sighs> let me rearrange my fucking cap on this day because <laughs> it is the first son of a female president played by Uma Thurman. What playing a Texan, <laughs> comedic, I'm <laughs> uh, not intentionally, but comedic. <laughs> And he gets in a relationship with the Prince of England. Whoa. And they are just like doing gay stuff everywhere. That and is such good fantasy. Right? <laughs> it is like fan fiction come to life and then just given yes. meaning and given a platform and given an Amazon Prime showcase. And goddamn, the book was just like, yeah, delightful, frothy, just like perfect beach read. Mm -hmm. And also just perfect read to remind you that life was still worth living. <laughs> yes, you were on a three-week sabbatical yeah, from work trying to... enjoy him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um but yeah, it's super cute and it's got like two very attractive men in it, both of whom I presume to be homosexuals IRL, but <laughs> that's their journey. I'm not going <laughs> to out anyone. I'm going to be like Harry reborn in the second season as an ally. Not like the image and ally where I love that yeah. we're like on her side in a heartstopper, but she's also like, oh, it'd be so much easier if I, if I were like into girls. And they're like, that's not actually how it's going. Look at, look at fucking Darcy right now. She can't even say I fucking love you. But she was right about the Mona Lisa. That shit is disappointing. So small. It's a stamp. <laughs> Bro, do you get excited over mail? <laughs> Some people do. That's true. Like uh, the guy from Blue's Clues. <laughs> what were we talking about? So you might watch Red, White, and World Blue. No, no, I'm going to you're watch it. You're going that. to watch it. I'm going to watch and it. And you're I'm going to finish Heartstopper? I'm going to finish Heartstopper. <laughs> and this is not me pressuring you. This is just, I'm just curious if you feel. I, I I'm won't manifesting. spoil anything. But I do feel like it will be enjoyable to finish. Bad. Like, I don't think they will inspire anything. I mean, I can't control a lot of the self-talk you've got going on in that head. Um, Bruh, it's just like, shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know listeners at home are probably saying the same thing. But I think they did a really good job of not you know, immediately dismantling or even dismantling really at all what they built in season one just mm. for dramatic effect. So that. I do love, it did feel like this is the generation that has either been in therapy or has watched videos about therapy since <laughs> birth. Cause the Gen Zers have it right right now with the, like when Nick approaches Charlie about the eating disorder and it's just like, just like, I want to understand. And it was just like, have you seen him Google it, Nick? Not yet, no. But he fuck, he loves to fucking Google. Am Google. I bisexual? What is eating disorder? What is eating? What are fears? Um, but it's just super fucking cute of just like, and even Imogen being like, you're not ready to be in a relationship right now. You need to work on yourself. At fucking 16. Like, that it's was not wild. shown to us in real world road rules when we were growing up. Yeah, no. It's I'm just so glad that this show exists for the youth. Well, and Noah Schnapp, who played Will from Stranger Things, who oh, recently mm-hmm. came out IRL, was like tweeted, I want to, where can I find a Nick Nelson? And it's just like, I love that there's this representation of people seeing very healthy, functional gay relationships, because the only oh. thing that we saw growing up was people dying of AIDS, having AIDS, infecting other people with AIDS, being like, outcast from their families being tossed aside getting into drugs and alcohol like whatever it was all and that's why hard stopper the first season mm-hmm. was so heartwarming because yeah. it was just like oh my god these people are just existing the candid kind self-aware considerate conversations that they have why just beautiful and such it, a lovely example of what humans can do right if they get their heads out of their own asses <laughs> And put their dicks into asses. Like, come on. (laughs) Just do better. And it's interesting because it doesn't feel far-fetched either because, like, I have a lot of Gen Z people who I work with and it's they do speak in that same sort of, like, self-aware, self-effacing, very (laughs) person-forward language. Um, And they're all in therapy and have been for a while. And that lack of stigma is amazing. And you can see the therapy speak Mm -hmm. and not in like a Jonah Hill way where he's co-opting it (laughs) to undermine women. It can cross the line, right? Where we start to just like over dramatize everyday events by adding therapy speak to them. (laughs) I'm setting a boundary right now. I'm triggered right now. And you broke that boundary that I specifically set for you by putting a (laughs) fence around you. And you tried to escape the basement where I put that boundary. Damn. there's always asterisks but but no it but feels very realistic mm-hmm. that that's like how gen z talks and it's like fuck yeah oh they're wild well good i'm very glad that you still have those things in the offing in the offing in the offing <laughs> i don't know you've Apparently gone very I'm speaking very pretentious uh, you well no you've just gotten very austin you were like several mondays passed or the monday <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't even rewatched any Jane Austen. I did accidentally start rewatching season three of Gilmore Girls, um, which Amazing. I guess is me seeking comfort. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it it does still kind of hit. There's a brief period where. Why like, is that embarrassing to admit? That's what brought us all together, Julie. You are still here in my heart. Yeah. And like, in well, my I think mind. I think we all are kind of more pretty aware that Rory just kind of gets worse as this series goes on and she's kind of obnoxious by the end. But season three, she hits. She hits in season three. Yeah. And, you know, as a Jess fan, um, the, the, the sprinkler scene where Jess ends up in a wet sweater is pretty dreamy. <laughs> I mean, I will say he is the most attractive of so her paramours. Attractive. You're a Dean fan, aren't you? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. There's a purity in your heart that... (laughs) I just remember, well, because I started watching that at, like, what, eight years old? 
<laughs> and so I was just like, oh my God, this is like, per- this is how love should be. And that was my idealized version. He builds you a car and wants to marry you at 18. <laughs> Fucking sweet. And me, that was like in 10 years, I was like, yeah, who want to be married at 18? Fucking losers. <laughs> um, so that's good. <laughs> oh, I did also start Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. How is uh, how's that? So we're murdering... What is it with this building? Does the building itself murder? Is that the final <laughs> thing? Is that the building is I the killer? I love, they do lampoon it a little bit. Why is everyone murdering? Because they're like great. a different assailant each time, right? Oh, yeah. Different story each time. This one's fun. So I feel like the season two's murder. So I binge. Did you watch any of them? I watched the first season. Okay. Yeah. So I binge season one and then watched season two as it came out and we'll do the same with season three. So they run a little bit together in my head. Um, but I think that the murder that happened in season two and the story just all very much came from the season one arc a little bit, whereas this one is starting, we fast forwarded a little bit and Martin Short got a play to put up on Broadway and it's starring Paul Rudd. And I think at the end of season two, we saw Paul Rudd die as soon as we met him. (laughs) So we're like, spoiler. (laughs) Well, it's literally how last season ended and how the season started. (laughs) And maybe it's not a spoiler. We don't know. Maybe he's alive. We don't know what happened. He was doing it for the money. <laughs> we don't know. Um, but yeah. Was it Andrew Lloyd Webber? <laughs> I knew. I knew that fucking Mr. Sheffield was right about that name. <laughs> God, the nanny. Um, but it's great. Meryl Streep's in this one as well. So we've got, Who's you she? know, <laughs> the, the A-listers are flocking to the Only Murder set. It's such a nice set. Like, the, it's so beautiful. Like, it yeah. just... It's nice to go to the Arconia. Like these are beautiful apartments in this like dreamy version of New York. Um, that's both like pretty wealthy, but not like scary elite gossip girl. Uh, and everyone like knows each other in this. But I don't know. I just I think it's a really lovely little kind of escape. And New York of all places. And like it's weird that a show that uh, centers around murder is really cozy and comforting, but it super is. Yeah, it's very cozy and comforting. Um, when it's nice that they're like. And you wouldn't think that this would be so outlandish, but it is nice that there are two, like, I don't know, octogenarians. Are they 80 yet? Great question. Who knows? Um, (laughs) With someone in their 30s and there's no romantic inkling because that has been a thing for so long. God, would you imagine? I don't want to. (laughs) I'm sorry I took you there. But I mean, of course, there's no romantic overtures. I mean, look at fucking (laughs) Lauren Bacall with um, Humphrey Bogart. She was 18, he was 55. What were they doing? Being romantic with each other on screen. Their age gap was not that big, was it? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we have no facts here Literally, today. Literally, but... <laughs> all you have to do is say something confidently <laughs> to make a point, and that becomes alternative facts. Thank you, Kellyanne Conway. Um... She is my Yoda. <laughs> she also looks like Yoda because of the wrinkles. Anyway... Uh, yeah, I'm excited about this season. I think it's gonna be good. We're getting the gang back together. That's like the narrative is. Were hey, they not we, we've missed each other. Uh, well, they just between the seasons, we're following that that like they kind of put away that last murder, and since it was kind of a double arc, right? So it was like, I guess we're all done now. We're gonna go on with our lives, and I'm gonna fix up my aunt's apartment, and you're gonna put a show on Broadway, and he's gonna be in it. So uh, they've had some months of separation. And Selena Gomez, especially, her character is feeling very like, I miss you guys. You all hang out without me now because they're both doing the show together. Is it because she can't open her mouth? Oh, I knew you were going to bring that up. Um, Do you notice that, though? 
It's the same thing as Michael Che. She I and Michael Che are the same. There's a lot, I feel like, about her performance that's kind of stiff, but I'm also still very endeared toward her. Oh, my God. So that's one of the most amazing things about Selena Gomez is that she is so enjoyable, so lovely, so likable, and so memeable. There's one going around right now <laughs> where she's wrapped in a blanket, and it very much looks like the one that Bo Derek is in front of in her famous, like, orange <laughs> swimsuit uh-huh. photo. And everyone is just like, you know, Anna de Armas at the end of Knives Out is her wrapped in the blanket. Or like um, every person who survives a horror movie in the back of an ambulance. Or like me talking to the moms at an all-boys sleepover. <laughs> so, and it's just like, she's lovely. And her discography, discography also is stunning, peerless. Bops. Yeah, they are super bops. Um, yeah, like her a lot. Her performance is interesting. But she's also a witch. She was in Wizard w- of Waverly <laughs> That's Place. Right. She is uh, canonically a witch in this world. She's got magic. <laughs> she's got magic. So they're going to mount another podcast, solve another murder, and I am totally here for it. Are people even still into podcasts? How exhausting. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they aren't into ones where you can hear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are my levels down? Yes. <laughs> was it because I was fidgeting with my mic? Probably. That seemed likely. I think that's all I watched. Yeah, I um Oh, you went to tennis yesterday. Oh my god. What was that I, like? You saw the people in the real life. I saw the people in the places. So my dad and I go to tennis every year because one of his delightful old co-workers, Kathy, um, gifts some of her seats to us. And it's always super fucking cute. We drive up, we watch the tennis, you know, typically what you'd expect. Um, but it was super fucking rainy, so we weren't anticipating to see any play, but we got to see Venus fucking Williams. <gasps> Did you? Beat a top 20 player for the first time in several years. Damn. The queen herself came back from 2-5 and 1-5, respectively, in the first two sets to win in straight sets. And it was just, like, such a marvel to see how much she enjoys the game, how much she's competing. Because she's 43 fucking years old. She has paid her dude. She's proven such everything she needs to prove, oh and even God. more... She's been struggling with an autoimmune disease for the past, like, I mean, for forever, mm. but um, it's only been diagnosed for, like, the past decade or so. And she's fucking killing the game. And to have that much passion for the sport and everything she's done to fight for equal pay with Billie Jean King, because um, I remember coming up into tennis and Wimbledon still wasn't paying people equally, men and women. And that was that in, like, wild. 2007. And so she was fighting for that. And she's just like so fucking amazing and such a great advocate for the sport and just like one of the greatest athletes of all time and Mm -hmm. also just one of the greatest humans, it seems. And so it was super cool to be there. And it's lovely uh, because, you know, and so often like Serena and Venus, not to conflate them, but they're um, not the underdogs and people tend to root for the underdogs. Mm -hmm. But in Cincinnati, where we watch that tournament, it is just like, oh, my God, we get to see fucking venus or like before when serena was competing we get to see serena so like all the support is with them and it is super cool to like have these homegrown heroes who are actually being supported and it's not just like for the underdogs um so it's great so the whole stadium was just like fuck yeah venus and i was just like fuck yeah venus (laughs) and we were close enough that i know she could hear me so it's just like i love you venus (laughs) you're a queen queeness that word but that's really well then i switched it to queen (laughs) venus because i didn't want her to think i was shouting penis um but it was just pretty bad so awesome just to see venus play Mm -hmm. is a fucking gift yeah just to see her um compete and like comport herself well a fucking gift to see her win and get to see her competitive spirit that makes her one of the greatest of all time is just like 
goddamn. And then she did her twirl at the end uh, when she celebrates victories, and it's just like, oh my god. Also got to see Sloane Stevens win, so she's great. Um, and then there are a couple white Americans that I just don't trust. Um, <laughs> Which ones? All of them. I don't trust a white American until they've proven to be anti-Trump because most of them are pro-Trump. Like tennis is a pretty bougie sport. Mm -hmm. You need a lot of money. People with money tend to support Trump. Very annoying. So there's one, Corda, who um, it got out that he had liked some like Trump tweets and pro-Trump tweets. I'm like, go to hell. So everyone was clapping for him. And I was like, no, he's not for America. He is for a terrorist faction. Do not show him your support. So I was supporting his Croatian opponent who won. So you're welcome, Borna. We saw a lot of tennis, and despite the fact that it was raining all day, um, the sun got me. <laughs> Which is kind of a marvel. How would you describe my skin tone on a scale from milk to Wonder Bread? <laughs> it's right in there. It's right in there. I'm very pale. I'm allergic to the sun. It's too spicy for me. That's why my skin reacts the way it does. And I was so exhausted after like five hours in the sun. It was crazy. <laughs> it took such a toll on me. My sweet, incestuously Irish disposition was not prepared for that. But worth it. So yeah, worth it. Did IRL things, found God? What more can you ask for? You saw Venus. That's so cool. Fucking Venus. Goddamn. <laughs> I was talking to someone and they were like, oh my God, I love Venus too. And I was like, amazing. And they were like, yeah, so much less uh, annoying than her sister Serena. And I was like, it's been uh. a pleasure speaking to you, <laughs> but go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to shit on one person to lift up another. Good Lord. And I was like, do you think the fact that we're both holding a white claw in line at the convenience store during a rain delay provides us with some sort of kinship? <laughs> no, you're a trash person with trash takes. <laughs> go to hell, Annabelle. I'm very glad you got to do that. Thank you. Yeah. That was super fun. Should we play a game? Let's play a game. Let's fucking go. What do you have in mind? Uh, we were gifted the five second rule uh, by our friend Robin. So we're going to give it a try. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Robin. Oh, yeah. That's the noise that the timer makes. It, it's not intestinal difficulty. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> And then the little silver balls go down the tube. <laughs> silver ball. Okay, so got five seconds. Um, I guess we'll both just draw, and we'll just see how many. So, for instance, name three newspapers in five seconds. New York Times, Washington Post, Huffington Post. You probably did it. <laughs> 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 no one was timing that, and it was a for instance. <laughs> Amazing. I still think um, I got on the board. But we're both going to have to play, because otherwise you just win automatically. Yeah, how are we going to divvy it up? I think we just each take a card in five seconds and just... And see who does it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. bye. Okay, party. Ready? Yeah. Name three Western movies. Um, High Noon. Um, the bad guys and the ugly guys. That would be one. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> so is it either you get three or you don't? Yeah. Like a pass-fail for each yeah. round? So you didn't pass. I'm... To sum up, I failed, Emma. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. Well, sub I think we should name the category and then the time should starts. We read them to each other, maybe? That seems good. Okay, yeah. bet. All right. We're, okay, bet. Okay. okay, name three Dr. Seuss books. The Cat in the Hat, The Foot Book, uh, Green Eggs and Ham. Nice. <gasps> she fucking nailed that. That is stressful. I know. It's like my mind goes fucking blank. Name three classic tale heroines. 
what the <laughs> fuck is this stacked bigoted bias game doing to me? Insane. So that would be none. <laughs> I've never Elizabeth met a, Bennett? I've never met a woman in my life. <laughs> the misogyny in this basement here. I, whatever, I'm Knuff. <laughs> okay, but um, name three types of floor exercises. Crunches, planks, push-ups. I'm so annoyed right now. <laughs> I'm doing so well at You're this You're doing game. amazing. <laughs> well, I think you keep... Okay, whatever. It's I read the same color as you did. You did? Yes, I checked. <laughs> um, you haven't read the yellow one that time, but we did, we did red. I think yellow's easier. Okay, we'll do yellow. No, I'm just upset and being a sore loser. <laughs> All right, we're switching to yellow. Okay. Name three types of window treatments. <laughs> <laughs> um, tinting. Um, what? <laughs> like window treatments, what does that mean? Like, like a bay blinds. window? What? <laughs> those are not, those are treatments? Those are called treatments. You could have had things you had to learn on your own. <laughs> this game? Um, lack of fairness in the workplace? <laughs> All right. So after two rounds, I'm leading two to zero. <laughs> God, this next one's going to be like animals with tails. We're doing five rounds. <laughs> I don't even know anymore what's happening. You pick the rules. Fuck. <laughs> Name three carnival snacks. Funnel cake, fried pickles, uh, fried Oreos. Nice. <laughs> well done, my friend. You are a success and a scholar. And it's nice to know that it's not just losing to Julie. It's just losing in general that's annoying. <laughs> All right. Name three characters from Saved by the Bell. Zach Morris, Kelly Kapowski, Screech. Nice. Nick is on the board. <laughs> What's the score? Three to one. And we're playing to what? Ten? We should play to ten. Kay. Yeah. Give me a fighting chance. All right. Name three gifts given during the 12 days of Christmas. Partridge in a pear tree. Five golden rings. Uh, Ooh, and that is time. Oh, God. So Devastating. <laughs> it is tough, though. It's so stressful. It's like there's leaping lords and... Five lords of... Wait, no. no. That's the golden rings. Yeah. And apart, Nine lords golden rings. <laughs> I don't know the numbers. I hate that song. I know. It does <laughs> suck. It's too many birds. So many birds. Okay. <laughs> Some amount of drummers of drumming. I don't know. That's right. Ready? Name three T's. Earl Grey. Um, Darjeeling. Um, green. Black. Great. <laughs> you named four. <laughs> I'm just an overachiever. I appreciate you doing specific black teas and not just black generally. <laughs> and then I was just like black. <laughs> you knew you didn't uh, need it anymore. And then you didn't have to go for the denominations for the partridge and the pear tree one. You could have just said Lord's a leaping. Oh, make things overly complicated. I know, you poor thing. What's the score? Three to two. Get in your head. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing yellow. My bad. Okay. Name three, ooh, gross. Name three male country singers. Garth Brooks, Keith Urban, uh, Morgan Whalen. Nice. <gasps> Is Morgan Whalen the small town dude? Do you feel I good about this? He, no, I hate it, but I know Charmian's niece or granddaughter just wanted to see him. He's on the charts. I think he's the try that in a small town dude. Maybe, I don't know. Is he a terrible person? 
Okay, no, it was Jason Aldean that did try that in a small town. So okay. he's not, who knows? But he's not the one I was thinking of as Great. far as racism goes. Great. Name three John Travolta movies. Grease, um, Saturday Night Fever, um, Hairspray. Nice. <laughs> Impressive. Well, I just was like, oh my God, what are the gayest movies that ever existed featuring a person who says they're not gay? <laughs> Okay, but um, name three celebrity couples. Uh, Benifer, um, Brangelina, uh-huh. and Reese Witherspoon and Ryan. And who? Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippi was where it was going. Oh, cute. <laughs> Do that counts? You started it before it finished. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Their names are so long. I know it's not your fault. <laughs> it was designed to fail. <laughs> All right, name three things you do before going to bed. Brush your teeth, wash your face, go to the bathroom. <laughs> Bing, bam, boom. <laughs> I got a nighttime routine, bitches. <laughs> He's pissing. very healthy and impressive. <laughs> okay, bad. Name three Pixar movies. Wally, Finding Nemo, uh, Up. Nice. Oh, the pressure is getting real. I'm glad you got Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. In the arms (laughs) of an angel. Julie, come back. Julie, we built you a wall. Yeah, we but not one to come between us. (laughs) Um, Okay, what's the score? The score is six to four. Who has six and who has four? I have six. I don't think you got the Ryan Phillippe one. I don't (laughs) think that's true. I think. I'm kidding. I've done one more turn than you have. So you have a chance to catch up a little bit with this card. I don't remember that's true. Name three gaming systems. Uh, PS4, PS3, PS2. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> 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 Whatever. I had fucking window treatments earlier. <laughs> I had fucking named Drapes, do- blinds. I didn't know that's what they were called. <laughs> that part. Okay. Name three kinds of fish. Clownfish, uh, blowfish, catfish. Nice. <sighs> Only needed two seconds there. <laughs> Fuck your fish. <laughs> Name three backyard games. Um, um, baseball, tag, you're it. Um, Ollie, Ollie, Oxen, free. I glitched. I don't know. <laughs> I think Tag and Urit are the same game. <laughs> and Ollie, Ollie, Oxen, free. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Things are hard. Things are hard. You can play anything in the backyard. <laughs> okay. Name three, which I don't even know what this means. Polite. F- oh, sorry. Name three, polite phrases. Please, thank you, Gesundheit. Oh, I guess I'm just a bitch. <laughs> that wasn't as hard as I anticipated. Wild. She loved it. Hmm. I feel Julie in the studio right now. <laughs> she loved one of my texts. Okay, Beth. Okay. What do you have? I have eight. And you I have five. Ha- okay. All right. All right. All right. Great. All right. All right. All right. Name three. Professional athletes that have been arrested. Lance Armstrong. Um, 
That was very hard. <laughs> Why would I focus on the negatives? O.J. Simpson. Ah, fair. O.J. Simpson. Or was he? He wasn't professional. No, he was professional. Was he? I thought he played in college. But did he? I'm a bougie's college. I don't know. See, it's tricky. Um, <laughs> the crimes really overshadowed his athletic performance. <laughs> All right, yours is going to be name three types of household pets. <laughs> I saw a picture on Instagram the other day that was like a guinea pig that had gotten <gasps> loose and crawled up a corner of a room and was just holding itself <laughs> like ninja like. <laughs> I love guinea pigs so much. Dr. Doolittle only reinforced that feeling for me. God damn. All right, Pat. Name three men's magazines Esquire. Uh, men's health, GQ. I don't think we really gender magazines anymore, <laughs> so I'm going to say that you don't get a point for that. All right, so it's match point. It's match point. But, so I need to get... you got to start a comeback right now. I know. So I need to get five and hold you off from getting a single one. Yes. Let's fucking go, Let's people! Fucking go. Name three California universities. Santa Clara. Um... LSU. No. <laughs> LSU? Like LA. Louisiana State University. No. LA State University. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look great for the comeback, does it? <laughs> what other colleges are in California? It's such a Stanford, small state. Berkeley. I've never heard of those. <laughs> UCLA. I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> USC. Who? Oh my God be realistic ps1 ps2 <laughs> bro you're about to do this to me right now name three alien movies alien <laughs> signs alien 2 <laughs> well done <laughs> i was like i couldn't try harder and then i was like no i gotta get the point <laughs> yeah <laughs> well done. <laughs> men in black <laughs> like time's over you won day. okay i get it i want independence from this day because <laughs> brutal um, it's nice to know that it wasn't just Julie holding me back. It was me. <laughs> I like this game. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> no, you did really well. I'm really glad that you got kinds of fish while I had Western movies. <laughs> true grit. Good, bad, the ugly. It's easy when there's not a timer, isn't it's there? It's so true. That yeah. timer. That weird quacking duck. Don't know that you've only got five seconds while the beads are falling. Because you always get the first two and then you're just like... <gasps> I mean, to be fair, if I had gotten polite phrases, I would have been like, what the fuck <laughs> is up with that three? Oh, goodness. Well, I guess we should wrap it up. We did that thing. Heard. I was we like, did it I to the best of our ability as just a twosome. In the arms <laughs> of the angels. <laughs> well, we thank you so much for listening. and um, We really do. Gosh, I'm, I'm not well practiced in this part, Emma. You have to take over Julie's lines. It's just like when Jerry left the Spice Girls <laughs> and I know it's only temporary, but I miss her. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate you so much for listening. Um, I mean, even that is amazing. And then if you want to support us even more, we do have a Patreon where we post a bonus episode every month and we drop our episodes a little bit early. Um, and if we make enough money, we can buy Julie's freedom from her <laughs> current job so she has more time for this. Goals. Hashtag goals. Um so if you want to support us through that, you can go to Patreon. Liberty Jimberty. 
Patreon.com slash TakesPod or FlibbertyJibberty.com. Thanks, thank you, James. Thank you, James. Oh, my God. Thank you, James. <laughs> and if you reach a certain level, become accountability buddy or taken with us, then Nick gets the great honor of reading your name off a piece of paper that the construction may have dismantled or just no, no. Oh, good. He's got it. It's in the notebook. It's in the notebook. And, and by the notebook, I mean in my heart. <laughs> Etched forever in the ventricles of my... Um, what can you do? <laughs> like venerate to venerate the mm, yes. the ventricles of my veneration towards you, my voluptuous viewers. Making alliteration with me <laughs> is challenging, but I do appreciate you all specifically. Dearest James, awe-inspiring Audrey, peerless Pam, Pam, <laughs> beneficent Bernie, awesome Abigail, astonishing Alicia, lovely Laws, amazing Anne, jocular Joel. Astounding Alina, Electric Elise, Luminous Lisa, Marvelous Mareka, Jovial Jenny, Jubilant Jenna, Magical Mandana, Sumptuous 76 Trombones, Magnificent Meredith, and Crazy Cuckoo Sandra. We appreciate you all so very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Goodbye! Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. I've got a theory. <laughs> this is a demon. A dancing, dancing demon. demon. No, no something, something isn't right there. there. I've, I've got, got a theory. theory. Some kid is dreaming. And, and we're, we're all stuck in crowds of crazy crowds of nightmare. <laughs> I got a theory we should work this out Because it really could get serious before I've got a theory it doesn't matter What would we What will it take to We'll what can't we fix if when we get in it? We'll work we it through within a minute. We've, we've got, got to try. We'll, we'll pay, pay the price. It's do or die. Hey, I died twice. <laughs> There's nothing we can't fix if we're except for bunnies. <laughs>